Hello again. Hey, everybody. Jen, what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk about how to practice our delivery skills. Yeah. Last week, we, we, we talked about practicing in preparation for a presentation, and that had a lot to do with trying to secure your content for easy recall. Yeah. This is different, right? This is different. This is focusing on our speaking habits. Yeah. And how we come across when we are conveying our message. We all have speaking habits. Yes. So it's identifying what are our speaking habits, whether it's with friends, family, in front of an audience, because if our habits are using a lot of filler words, speaking too quickly, not making connection with the person we're talking with, those habits can roll over into our presentations, yep. whether it's from our personal life or professional life. So it's, it's that self-awareness. That is the key, is to be self-aware of what are your speaking habits, positive and not so positive. Yes. I, I use the term sometimes your habit pattern, because it sort of repeats itself over and over again. And it's sort of in there all the time. Oh, yeah. You mentioned something great. It's, you know, you have private conversations, you have personal conversations with loved ones, you have conversations at work, and sometimes you stand on a stage and you have <laughs> a conversation with a big audience. But it's all talking. And that habit patterns always kind of there. It sometimes shows up in different ways when, of course, you're anxious or you're thinking about the speaking situation differently. It can really, you know, can really well, mess you yes. up, right? And if you're extra nervous or anxious to give a presentation, those habits can really <laughs> blow up. Right. <laughs> in not a good way. Well, and then the flip side of that is if you practice your habit pattern and you, and you, start to develop one, a pattern that has really good habits, um, habits like, you know, a focus and an attention um, with your direction and your, your face, you know, using a dynamic sort of voice to express the emotion of your words, all these things, if they're wrapped in there, I think it helps you to overcome the anxious nerves and to be more present and more powerful. Yes. Regardless of where you're talking. Well, yes. And I believe we need to take a step back. Okay. Because most people, they are not even aware of their speaking habits. Right. And so it's really important to ask for feedback even friends, family, colleagues ask for feedback about what do you do when you are communicating that could possibly be a distraction? Do well, you and I would, I would, the only problem with that is sometimes you get really bad input. An untrained individual who, who's watching your speaking will say, oh my God, your hands are so distracting. Or... You're slouching. And, and then I'm looking at it as 
the speaking coach. And I'm like, that's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is quite different. Well, that's, would- a, that's a valid point, Scott. That That's valid. And I believe that's why it's important that you don't ask one person of their, right, yes, their, their yeah. feedback. Yes, collect the feedback from different folks. And then what are the common themes? What are you hearing a lot of? And it's also being very specific with the questions that you ask, not asking, hey, how was my presentation? Because the answer you're going to get was it was fine. It was good. It's be very specific. Do I talk too quickly? Yeah. Or asking, what is my filler word? Okay. What's that filler statement? What's that filler word that I have? And collect as much feedback as you can and see where those common themes come in. And then then the other thing, go ahead. Other than getting feedback is, well, actually, I believe that's the first step. Get the feedback so that you know what you're looking for. Then video record yourself. Video right. record and yeah. look yes. for that feedback. Yeah, yeah. It's um, awareness, like you said, is everything. And part of being aware of how you speak is trying to really get a sense of the listener's experience of you. And video helps you accomplish that. Let me take it a step further and help people really visualize how they might practice if that's okay with you. Of course. <laughs> All right. Yes. So here's how I w- would practice my speaking skills. I set up my practice environment, which is kind of right here. And I start by getting pictures. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yeah. Well, I need targets. I, need, I, I When I speak, I typically talk to human beings. So when I'm going to practice, I might as well simulate that, right? So, this so is here's my, my grandfather, who's way, just look at that, very professorial kind of super smart and accomplished guy. Um, very inspirational for me. So I, I, I talk to my grandfather a lot. I put him over here Love it. on my desk. And then here's my daughter. She's, uh, you know, a lovely dancer and She's in college now, which is crazy. And I put that over here on this side. And then I have just another picture that's always hanging on my desk of our family on a trip. And I put that kind of in front of me. So now I have these three people in my audience, you know, or more. I need to clarify. This This is practicing for a live presentation. Well, this is just practicing my speaking habit pattern. So if I'm gonna practice, it's a little bit like going to a driving range in golf where you don't really go out on the course, but you've got stuff that sort of simulates a course. You've got this flat you know, area where you tee off, where you hit the ball. You've got flags to aim at and all that stuff. So this is a way of setting up something that's kind of like a public speaking situation and utilizing that to go into your habit pattern and record video. So the next thing I would do, if I've got these pictures for my audience, is take out my phone and I'd set it up. You can set it up, you know, I have a little tripod thing that holds my phone, which makes it very easy to frame everything, but you can just prop it against 
a coffee mug or something like that. And then I'll practice on a sentence level using content that's easy for me to recall, to, 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 to talk about. It's not stuff I've memorized. It's just stuff yeah. I talk about a lot. Sure. And it can be business oriented. Uh, it could be a story. It's kind of up to you to decide what you practice with. But the content is not what's really important. It's your habit pattern. So what I do is just stand back and kind of practice. I can do it from a seated position where I'm sitting up like this. And I target somebody. Now, this is where you and I might differ a little bit, but I, I guide my clients into speaking in sentences to people, individuals in the audience, one, two, or three sentences. So it would look something like this. The mainstream approach to presentations is a write and recite approach. The write and recite approach has us acting. It has us performing as if we are actors recalling a script. There's a better way to approach speaking. Yeah, you just reminded me of another way to do this also. The next time attending a meeting, and you don't have to be the main presenter, attend a meeting, prop up your phone, have it facing toward you. I, I just prop it up against my monitor mm -hmm. and record. I'm recording myself. I will pin my video so that I'm seeing myself large on the screen and I'm just paying attention to my body language, my eye contact. What am I doing? What signals am I giving? Because we're always giving signals Yeah, and we don't realize it. So I love that piece. So I feel we, that can be part of that micro practice just prop up your phone, record yeah. yourself in the next meeting, see how you come across. What are your right. habits? So what's the big takeaway for you? What would you say? Let's leave our audience with a thought. Well, I believe we can say practice, practice, practice 1 million times. And it's, it's not going to make a difference. I, I believe we need to find, a, find an approach that is digestible if that's the right word, it's going to seem easy enough to at least start the process. Because once you start, then you're going to let it grow and grow. You'll start doing it more consistently. So figure out what it is for you that will push you just to start the process and propping up the phone and recording yourself is a great start. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much I want to, I want to say to encourage people to do this. I mean, here's an additional thought and that's just reward yourself when you practice. Yeah. And, and yeah. rewards can be during practice. If you do something great, go, I did great, you know, clap, do whatever it is. After practice, go have a bowl of ice cream. You know, if <laughs> you're cool with that, but reward yourself because that's the hard part about practice. It's like, it, you got to take it on each time you do it. It's not easy to set aside the time. There's always going to seem like there's other things that are more urgent. But I, I, I'm telling you, here's the, the final, here's the final, final takeaway for me. You'll never be great in the game of speaking if you do not have a sound swing. You will never be great. So if you want to be a great speaker, you've got to practice. Yes, 
And Scott, you and I are evidence of that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Is that was that a compliment? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're always practicing. <laughs> we're always practicing. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs>